Hello everybody and welcome to the Single Girls Guide to the Galaxy. We are two single gals in our early 30s living in Melbourne and this is a podcast just about our journey through the galaxy. And it's feeling a bit weird because we're mixing things up tonight. Yeah. Different different person doing the intro but I'm kind of cool with <laughs> I'm finally drunk enough to do the intro. <laughs> Is that a good sign? I'm not I mean, sure. Uh, the, the, the third member of this podcast is a bottle of wine. Um, Fourth and fifth and sixth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is just hopefully going to be a short, fun, cute episode. But I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you a Samantha? Are you a Carrie? Are you a Miranda? Or are you a Charlotte? I mean, 100%. I am definitely a Miranda. Of course. But She's a lawyer, guys. <laughs> I had so much fun with our last quiz episode that I'm glad that we are going back into the world of quizzes. Yes. And I mean, is there any greater question? Because literally, I'm a quarter of each. I am so... I, f- I feel I'm so evenly spread across the spectrum of... I mean, isn't there a... There's a, almost a psychological theory that each of the characters is actually a different part of the psyche and that... A hundred percent. Because there are days... There are days when I am a little Charlotte and, you know, I just am the good housewife. I, you know, I'm prim and proper. There's other days where I'm Carrie and I'm sitting in my balcony smoking a cig and then sometimes I am a smart feminist Miranda focused on my career and, you know... But they also all have elements. And then other times I'm a dirty bitch like Samantha. They also all have <laughs> elements of each other. Like Charlotte is actually probably a lot dirtier. Like than the me. day she gets locked in a room with her vibrator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> refuses think, to leave the house. Think, We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. None of them are absolutes in one category. Okay. So who's being quizzed then? Okay. So I am going to find out which Sex in the City character I you mean, are. I hope we're using science to find um, We out. are. We're using cosmopolitan.com, so it's definitely science. Oh, my God. There's definitely people in lab coats with glasses who are asking these questions. Yes. Okay. To kick things off, love at first sight is utter fiction. Forget love. I'd rather have sex. Cute in theory. Absolutely real. Um, okay, from those answers, I 100% know who each of the characters is. <laughs> Me <but> too. <laughs> cute in theory. Cute in theory. Agree. You know what? I've loved people the first time I saw them, but then if they ended up being a dick two minutes later, then I wouldn't love them anymore. I mean, I lusted <laughs> at first sight, for sure. Like, uh, as discussed in previous episodes, I am much better in real life than I am on the online dating mm-hmm. normally because I'm a few lines down and they're there in front of me and you can have the banter. So, yeah, I okay. think that's lust, not love. Next question. This is a juicy one and I want the answer and I want it truthfully. When, oh, you haven't gotten any lately, you <laughs> pull out your vibrator, go on the aggressive meeting people, friends, dating apps, you'll find someone. Focus on other things such as reading and jogging or there's something called Tinder that can easily take care of that. I mean, I do have a vibrator. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not something I'm using a lot. I would probably say, in all honesty, I'm the focus on something else, do other things. Like, 
Go for a jog and read a book. I mean, I'm not going for a jog, but I do sort of just feel like uh, it's kind of in the back of my mind that whatever, it'll happen when it happens. Mm-hmm. I've got other things to do, which relates to our last quiz episode of I'm a bit apathetic <laughs> about being single. My answer is definitely pull out your handy vibrator. If you guys don't know of Flex Mummy, um, she has a, po- a podcast called The Bobo and Flex Show. You need to listen. You need to learn to facilitate your own nut and stop being a dumb bitch. And I am currently a slave to their religion. So my answer is pull out your handy vibrator and in another episode I'll give you all my recommendations. Um, I think that there might be an episode where we go to, is it still called Sexy Land? Uh, yes, or Club X, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think we need to like... Oh, maybe we should go to Sexpo. I think that's coming up. Um, <laughs> uh, have you ever been? I've never been to okay. Sexpo. I think there's just a lot of porn stars that are doing meet and greets. Yeah. It's, it could be fun. It could be interesting. Okay, next question. Your lingerie of choice is oh a lacy corset that doesn't require much skill to take off. A very cute bra and panty set. Also, stop using the word panty. Whatever's functional, since it's coming off anyway, or a colourful bra and a thong, just a little edge. I have never been a thong girl. Um, I, I exclusively wear thongs. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Horses for courses, as we always say. And this is why we never mixed up each other's underwear in <laughs> the washing machine. Yeah. Um, I Look, honestly, I don't even know that I own a matching set anymore. What I do... I'm a larger-breasted lady. Same, so girl. Same. I, the, the bras that I buy don't usually come in twin sets. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been able to find a few styles that do come in a more of a lacy style. So what I tend to buy is, like, colours that vaguely match. So I always have cute undies. I don't necessarily have cute bras because to hold the girls up I need a lot of support so I'm mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. whatever the functional one was so which... the colourful bra and thong I know you don't wear thongs or you you mean whatever's functional whatever's okay, functional okay yeah because fine it's kind of I mean if I'm wearing spanks I don't really want him to like have to peel them off me okay, but the, I totally get functional underwear the number of times where I have like taken off my spanks in the bathroom and like hidden them somewhere and then come back into the bedroom to deal with like, what about if you have you ever had to take them off in public? I've once taken them off and abandoned Spanx in a public bathroom. <laughs> I have never, but I have coached a friend who um, had come out unwillingly for an evening uh, and overheated in the bar. Maybe we were in a club. I don't know. We were, we were somewhere where it was warm. There was a dance floor and she had put on um, like thick stockings Mm. to deal with the fact that it was winter and she hadn't dealt with any leg hair and then when we got into this like club bar whatever the situation was she was dying was dying and she's like i can't handle this i'm like take them off and she's like i can't i've got like winter growth and i was like literally no guy in here is gonna notice literally and they don't yeah okay you know what sorry to like digress let's digress mia friedman who uh runs mama mia network yes uh has her own great range of podcasts she used to be a guest on the glass house which i know you watch because you have a thing about <laughs> will anderson i do and dave hughes <laughs> yes and i i actually own the glass house dvds I of do the too. first few seasons <laughs> oh i own the like special dvd yeah. when they ended mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i have 
and I think it's in the special DVD that I have, have this distinct memory, and I would have only been in high school when she was saying it, but it's like resounded to me. And I've heard other women say it as well, but for some reason when I hear it, it's Mia Friedman's voice in my head mm -hmm. saying like, it, all of the advice we can give you, and she used to be an um, editor for, I think, Cosmo? Yes, yeah, yeah, for many years. Cosmo in Australia. All of the advice we can give Which you Which is where this quiz is from, so shout Perfect. out Mia. Yeah. Hey Mia, we'll tag you. Um, all of the advice we can give you about sex, the reality is... When a guy sees a naked girl in front of him, all he's thinking is, oh, my God, boobs. Literally. Like, I'll be there thinking, oh, my God, my stretch marks or my cellulite or, oh, my God, I stomach, didn't, my, thighs, my, my pubes. My... Like, literally, he doesn't give a fuck. Because he's just like, oh, my God, boobs. I got a naked girl. <laughs> yes. Sorry, can I give a little sidebar of gossip here? This is so unrelated. Um. Speaking of Mia Freeman being on the glass house, when she was separated from her partner, she had a thing with Will Anderson that wasn't ever a thing. It was just oh, the of, idea of she a thing. It up in her she did, with him. and I'm so fascinated by the idea that they could have possibly hooked up. He was super awkward about it. Like I think it was I a know thing he was. in her head. I don't know if it was a thing for him. I don't know, but whatever it is, I need to know more. <laughs> okay, well, now I can't tag Mia in this episode, so <laughs> nah, definitely... she, she might tell us. Okay, next question. The guy you're into is starting to fade. What's your last move? A text asking straight up what's, what the deal is and if you are not interested um, and that he should just stop talking to you now. <laughs> An invitation to a home-cooked dinner at your place. Some decent sex ending with a promise that if he comes by, you'll give him the night he'll never forget. Or an invite to meet you at a bar where you'll look the hottest. Um, you know what? I would love to be the last one because I'd love to think that I'm cool enough for that. But the reality is number one. Like, I am the kind of girl who's like, nah, don't want to play games. I'm going to mm -hmm. ask you. And I've done this and normally it scares them off. What I found recently, though, and maybe it's just guys of a certain age who are in their 30s, that when you kind of call their bullshit and you're like, are you in or are you out, make a choice. They kind of back off immediately and then later come change running. their mind. Yes. And when they change their mind and want to come back, they are the most unattractive they've ever been to me. <laughs> I feel you. I'm like, I get that, you yeah. didn't want me when I was being assertive. Why should I want you? And then now that you're a needy, sniveling little bitch, yeah. I don't want you. Yeah, okay, so we reckon it's the first one? Yeah. A text asking straight up what the deal is. Yeah. I say I would probably be the last one. Look hot in a bar. I've tried that, but I'm not String things cool along for a little bit longer. Okay. Your relationship deal breaker is when a guy is just too clingy and generally asking for too much of your time. That's so you. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Are you paying attention to me? <laughs> Bye. Um, just has a too small dick. Sorry, we have needs. Won't put you first or won't emotionally connect with you. I'm like, please don't emotionally connect with me. I hate emotionally connecting. Do you know what? I don't need to be put first, so I'm probably the won't emotionally connect. I don't need to be your be-all and end-all. I don't want to be your sun and moon or whatever but if we make plans don't cancel them if i tell you that something's important to me turn up to it yeah um but if you equally if you say i can't see you this week i'm busy i'm gonna get it i don't need you to drop everything for me 
Yeah. You need to be honest with me. You need to be connected to me. Good answer. But I 100% know where this is going. Um, You had two great dates with the guy you just met. Oh my God, it's me. It's currently me. It's your current setup. You wait for him to text since you know if he's interested, he'll pursue you. And that's more romantic. You are ready to call it and switch to one of the other five guys you're dating. (laughs) Dude's no sensation in bed. You... After Facebook stalking and getting all the intel possible to confirm he's not a crazy, reach out and suggest a dinner. Or you suggest an original date, cooking together a film festival that'll totally charm him. Are you the last one? I actually think I'm probably the second last. I Stalk him, realise he's not crazy and then pursue. Yeah, I think I stalk a lot. I mm. um... See, I haven't yet stalked this guy. I don't want to because I don't... I don't want the answer if it's going to be bad. Do you know what? I think this is where my lawyer's intuition You research. I do my due diligence. Like, (laughs) I am not letting anybody sneak in without, like, me knowing 100%. I will know your siblings' names. And I am good. Like, I'm not proud of this, but I am good at doing intel. Yeah. I mean, I used to do a lot of intel. Um, I'm trying to be better But at now it. I just don't care. So I reckon I will just, my answer would be to wait for him to text me because I think biologically we like to be pursued. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't, I, I, I get, I get the stalking thing, but I just, I'm I, I, in I that think, apathetic state. I don't think the stalking thing is healthy. I do <laughs> but it. it's realistic. I do it, but I don't like that I do it. What I don't like is that in the whole waiting to be pursued thing, it's about being romantic because I, in no other aspect of That's my life... That's not romantic to me. I don't want you to be romantic. No, but in that description, it oh. talked about... You sit back and wait to be pursued because that's more romantic. That's what it said, right? Mm, true. See, for me, it's like I want him to chase me because he can't get enough of me. Not in a what? romantic way, in like a sexy way. Whereas mm. my thing is there is no other aspect of my life where I just sit back and let stuff happen to me. If I want a job, I chase it down. If I want to purchase a house, <laughs> I'm a millennial, so it's never going to happen. If I want to rent somewhere, that's where I'm going. If mm-hmm. I want to get the best deal on something, I'm fighting for it. So why should I just sit back and wait for True. Something? Okay, so you're the crazy Facebook stalker. Yes. <laughs> but in like a super smart way that doesn't make me weird. And, and you also, don't accidentally deep like an Instagram pic from four years ago. I am so careful about that. And I also will never reveal to them the knowledge that I have and will act surprised when they tell me things like their parents' names. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Interesting. What's your favorite sex position? Oh, we were gonna like save this episode for so <laughs> Is much it one missionary? Two, you don't really have one favorite, you're into mixing it up. Three, what isn't? Four, cowgirl. I'm okay. a cowgirl. Um, yeehaw. Do you know what? I think there's a lot of shit given to missionary, and I think that it can work in certain circumstances. Missionary's great. Missionary is great. But I I don't mind the description of number two. Horses for courses, what works for you with a different partner won't always work with all partners. Mm-hmm. So I this think is true. I, I like that answer. That would be 
my other answer. I just know that in cowgirl, I have access to my own clit and I can facilitate my own nut basically by gyrating on them and masturbating myself. So essentially, <laughs> I like your answer. Yeah, okay. I just, I am more like, uh, I'll make it work in this situation. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. A guy takes you out to drinks. You want to impress him. What do you order? Whatever he's having, because you can take it. (laughs) I like whiskey on the rocks. No. Okay. Whatever you want, because your conversation be impressing him, should be impressing him, not alcohol. Well, yeah, that's obviously the right answer. I think that's my answer. Sex on the beach, because just the word sex is in it. And he should take the hint. Sex on the beach is awful, so no. (laughs) Um, wine, because that's totally sophisticated. I mean, I'll probably be having wine because it's my favorite. But whatever you want. But it'll be whatever I want. If I want a Negroni, I'm having a Negroni. If I'm mm. having a beer moment, I'm having a beer. Mm. Like, fuck I went on this, this, our first date last week and he was trying to talk about all these different wines and how he wanted to try like a cool, like natural wine. And I just read the list and I was, I just looked at the guy, the bartender, I was like, I'll have a Riesling. He's like, oh, Riesling. I was like, yeah, I'm not drinking any of that natural shit. Like, I know what I want, particularly when it comes to wine. Maybe not in any other aspect of my life. But, like, when it comes to what drink to order, I know what I want and I'm ordering what I want. So, yeah, good answer. But also wine is totally sophisticated. They were right. Wine is sophisticated. But also wine can be trashy. There's a lot of trash wine. Yeah. Okay. I believe this is going to be the last question. Okay. What's your true sex fantasy? The most mm. charming guy in the world, after proposing so romantically, of course, takes you home. A super buff, handsome guy whisks you away to a luxury penthouse and you go at it all night. This blank won't do it justice. It's that intense. Or... You're seriously asking me that? <laughs> I, I don't know what this is supposed Literally, to be. Literally, I don't want question. any of those. I don't want any of those. I think you're, if you're seriously asking me that is probably the closest. Only because... Do you know what? I agree with you. Fantasies are so bespoke. Like, and also they change and develop over time. And when I've had different boyfriends, I've had different ideals. Of course. Of my my right fantasies and, and my interests and what's... You know, it changes so much over time. So your other answers were trash, and that was the only acceptable that's one. That's the only one that's close. <laughs> okay, so I have your answer. Drum roll. 100% know where this is going, but And yeah. who are you? I mean, if I'm not Miranda, I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be disappointed or just, like, surprised. You are Miranda. Oh, my God. Okay, you're logical and rational. You don't have time for games and your friends really appreciate your frankness and honesty. Comparing you to our last podcast, that's true. We like... Yeah, the last time we analysed my personality by a quiz instead of by a you know professional who was expert in <laughs> analysing personality. Okay, just be careful not to come off too cold and inflexible as you go after what you want. Your strong sense of direction is enviable. But remember, life's a journey. So I guess no surprises there. The lawyer is Miranda. But I'm not saying the lawyer is Miranda because I think everyone's a Miranda. I think 
there, I think there's a lot to be said for Miranda. I think it is hard to be her sometimes because sometimes being Miranda is seen as the least fun option of the four. And I think for no reason that people think she's not the hot one or whatever. But, but yeah. she is. She's gorgeous. She is. But I'm... I think, like, the stereotype, when you're up against fucking Charlotte and Samantha and whatever, Miranda's seen as, like, the ugly, boring But also, she's one. not kooky. Like, I think... No, she's not. She's so Carrie nice. was so kooky. It takes a lot to put up with a Carrie. Yes. And honestly, I think the greatest... Carrie is self-centred. The greatest love story of Sex and the City is Miranda Miranda and Carrie. Oh my god, it is. (laughs) The way that they come together, particularly in the first movie, let's not talk about movie two, that was trash. I still have watched it probably three times so far this year. um, You have never seen Dirty Dancing, but you have watched Sex and the City See, that's it. I will watch the same movie 50 times before I watch a new one. Um, Okay, so in the first Sex and the City movie, they have the fight because of... Miranda allegedly made Big not want to marry Carrie. Bullshit. And then they have the awkward um, Valentine's Day dinner and it breaks my heart. But then she goes around on New Year's Eve and they make up and it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that think... is the greatest love story in the show. The, the fact st- that Miranda can tolerate Carrie. <laughs> they are the strongest friendship. But I think it is really important that a lot of friendship groups peg themselves on this. I know when I went to university... I lived on residence for a number of years and in our first year there was a group of four of us and we hung out and we all got pegged as different characters Mm -hmm, and there was mm -hmm. the girl who was Charlotte naturally like of the four of us she's the only one that's married there Mm -hmm, was the one mm -hmm. who self-nominated as the Samantha and she's had the most interesting life you know what I probably used to self-nominate as the Samantha Yep. But I don't know. I don't know if I've lived up to the hype long term. Yeah, and I was always sort of just designated. Like, oh, you're studying law, so you're gonna be the, the Miranda, and and then there's the arrogant bitch who thinks she's Carrie. <laughs> well, there was the other girl who just sort of ended up as the Carrie, and I will say, of all of the four of us, I don't. I only keep in touch with one of them, and it was the Carrie, mm-hmm. and I was the mm-hmm. Miranda, and we still have quite a close relationship. Neither mm-hmm. of us speak to Which the Charlotte. Which I understand why the Charlotte falls off the face of the earth. Because if she is the married one that then has the kids, that's what happens. They fall yeah. off the face of the and earth. And the same with this Samantha. She's off busy doing weird and wonderful things. She was going to be an auditor. She was studying accounting when we knew her. And now she's a tattoo artist who does Wow, crazy yeah. So things. she's... um. She's a free spirit. She's very much a free spirit. But I understand, again, not an easy person to stay in touch with and have like a genuine ongoing friendship yeah whereas i have kept in touch with the carry so to speak but i think the reality is from spending time with this girl you know we are very close friends hopefully she will be a guest on the pod at some point yes she (laughs) she and i probably take turns at being the miranda and being the carry we Mm -hmm, each mm -hmm. have our moments of drama and being the unreasonable person who's obsessed with a big kind of character mm-hmm. and the other being having to be the sensible rational person who talks you down so i think everybody has a time in their life if yes if you're going to be any of the characters i think the two that you want to be are the carrie and the miranda because exactly. i think there are times in your life where you need to be the carrie where you need to be the star of your show you need to be the fabulous one you need to focus on your needs what you've got going on 
like your shoe closet like you need to focus on that absolutely but there are other times where you need to be the logical cool calm miranda who is fixing things for other people sensible decisions for herself and for others and the reality is from sex in the city's point of view we always saw it from carrie's perspective Mm -hmm. if you live your life like a carrie then you're living in the truman show like you can't live your entire life like it's a reality tv show that where all cameras are pointed at you because that's not the world that we live in you can have moments of selfishness i'm all about taking your moment to be like this is all about me and yeah. i need to focus on yeah, me sometimes i need to be like i can't i can't be there for you yeah i got this, self-care yeah i need to focus on me I i've got this bu- thing going right on by me. but there are other times where you got to be like hey actually my friends need me and I need to step up. And it's really mm-hmm. hard to know where those lines are. And I've been in times when I needed to be the carry and my friends expected me to be the Miranda. And I was like, hey guys, sorry, like, yeah, I got my own shit and I've got to. I deal can't with it. do your thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm not surprised by your results, but I think that they're great results. Like, like you said, you only want to be a carry or a Miranda and you want to be slightly swayed to Miranda ish. I do think that there are aspects to all four of them that are worthy. And that I am. I am all four of them. And there are episodes... Every day I'm all four of them. There are episodes that deal with this. Like, there's that classic episode where Miranda... No, sorry. Charlotte and Samantha sort of shut each other out of their lives because of stuff that they've got going on and having a lack of respect for each other. And Charlotte's like oh, I can't deal with, like, how overtly sexual Samantha is. But then when she surrounds herself with people like her, she can't have the discussions about sex that she wants to have. Yeah. And similarly... Because she is curious, she is interested, and she does know what's going on. Oh, she's kinkier than Carrie, for sure. And she's she's having sex with Harry three to five times a week, isn't she? Absolutely. Whatever she says. She's having so much more sex than any of most them. of them. <laughs> and similarly, when Samantha surrounds herself with like people of you know what we would call questionable morals, what sluts. Mm-hmm. I hate both of those terms, but sluts. <laughs> but when she surrounds herself by people, and she's like, "Oh, this is a bit much for me. I kind of need that moderating force. Mm-hmm. I need to be the outrageous one. Yeah. I don't need you guys to be." Yeah. So I think that there's aspects of all of their personalities that we take on board. I don't. None of them are perfect, but I do remember watching, like, a special, I think it was for the last season or something, and there's a whole bunch of, like, people being interviewed about, like, oh, who, which, they're, like, celebrities, but, like, not great celebrities being, like, <laughs> which, which character are you? And I can't remember who it was, but it was some fabulous gay man who's, like, every girl thinks she's a Carrie. You're not a Carrie. And I kind of feel that way. I'm, like, yeah, every girl mm-hmm. does think she's a Carrie. Yeah. None of us are no no because also carrie is awful like she's a terrible human being yeah Mm -hmm. did you ever listen to the podcast um that was made probably last year about sex in the city oh my god so good well i can't remember what it was called hang on stall for time while i look it up yeah um so basically they revisited sex in the city and got all the characters back except for samantha and all of them were interviewed about... Well, the from, actors, we should well, say. Kim Cattrall yeah. didn't join in. <laughs> yeah, Kim Cattrall, because she's ostracised from the group. Um, but yeah, they're all... Self-imposed. I don't think it was... 
there's so much gossip, but I don't think we'll ever have a clear answer. But anyway, so they revisited Sex and the City with all the actors and, like, everything from the casting to the costumes to the storyline <laughs> progressions. Oh, my God, it was amazing. Which was a great discussion hear. about, A, how, like, awful the, um, you know, how Im- impractical it was for Carrie to live in the place that she lived how ridiculous it was that she wore the clothing that she wore. Like, she wore a dirndl in one episode. It's just, like, not realistic. <laughs> yeah, but you've never been to New York, man. Like, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Nobody nobody is putting... I own a dirndl. There's one sitting in my wardrobe. You know, because you put it on for fun. <laughs> I wore it. <laughs> um, no, Nobody's putting that on for a picnic. Nobody ever. I'm going to wear a dirndl to work next week. Okay, cool. Are you going to borrow mine or do you have your own? <laughs> I actually have my own these days. <laughs> what? Is this because you went to a Sound of Music sing-along? Mm, I actually never went to the sing-along except I have been to Oktoberfest a few times and there's a boy that I liked that liked me in the dirndl. So. <laughs> um, okay, well, this conversation is going to continue off pod. Um, if I can figure out what podcast we were talking about, I cannot find it in my list of pods that I've But if you like Sex in the City and if you like the characters, you've got to listen. It was so good. Um, Any, anyway, well, it's, it's a good question for, you know, single gals, but gals in general to ask yourself, which Sex in the City character are you? I like the answer. I think it suits you. I think it suits most people. Everyone should be Miranda. She's... It's called Origins, the podcast. <laughs> she got that. there. I just like couldn't, couldn't not know. Um, and and it deals with more than just Sex in the City, but they pick a topic and go into the Origins. They deep it. dive. What I love is that like the Chris Noth who played Mr. Big hated that character and hated that show, and he's just so dismissive of it as an entire topic. He's like, "Yeah, they were gonna do a third movie, and I was gonna be killed off, and I was okay with it." Um, <laughs> Anyway, regardless, yes, Miranda is probably the best character. She's also considered the most boring. And also the greatest. She has Brady and Steve. I love Steve. And she has, what's the housekeeper? What's her name? Magda. She has Magda and she has the mum with Alzheimer's. No, Miranda's the best. Miranda's the best. Miranda for president. She's trying. (laughs) She's fucking trying. Like a senator or a congressman? Anyway. Um, if any of our listeners are in the States, um, welcome. Thank you for listening. I'm surprised you got this far. It's really far away. Um, but vote, vote for somebody like Miranda. Uh, thank you for listening. It's been another weird episode. The um, more wine we drink, the weirder it gets, but I'm here for it. These are our like fun discussions as single ladies. We are loving going on this journey with you guys across the universe. We, we will at some point figure out a way for you to contact us but in the meantime like subscribe leave comments we will read them um and we will share them probably on the next pod if there are any if there aren't With all your ginormous feedback yeah but only like give us five stars you can give us negative feedback but also okay give so us we're five either stars. five or a zero there's no fucking threes or fours we're either five or a zero no, there's no, no, no in no. between it's only fives and write all your negative comments in a five-star review and that way you can guarantee I'll read it and act on it. <laughs> um, Thanks, guys. Have a good night, Happy guys. Happy Miranda Day 99. Hope that you're enjoying whichever character you are. <laughs>